Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of yes. Mighty Misfit Menagerie or Cast. We have we're going to be running two hours of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, followed by a little break, and then two hours of Candlekeep Mysteries Book Two. Uh, and we have just a couple uh, housekeeping items that we wanted to go through before we actually jump into the game tonight. Um, we are going to be running a one shot this Thursday at six thirty Arizona time. Um, for Endless Adventure Supply Co., who is a neat group that reached out to us a while ago um, that has written several um, one-shots that you can either put into a campaign or have as a standalone or a beginning to a home brew campaign. And they're all a lot of fun. There's four of them up on the Dungeon Master's Guild right now. Uh, and they're all under the titles of Exciting Tales of Adventure. Um, so we'll put the link below so you can get to the main shop page. And they were also super sweet. And after we were talking about running it, um, they're also going to be working on opening up a D&D uh, shop with different items and whatnot. So we'll keep you posted as that uh, comes to light. But they sent us dice bags as like a, a nice little you know collaboration gift here so we are super excited um they have them in lots of fun um like designs and everything they even did a mighty mr menagerie themed one um so they're all super super cool and we are super excited to to be working with them on that one shot um so yes come back to twitch on thursday and that one will also be posted on youtube the next week and we will look forward to seeing you there um for tonight's game, would, after all the excitement, Helena, would you mind giving me a recap of what happened last week? Oh, I love you. What a dramatic turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling real juice tonight. <laughs> so get ready. Okay, so we, we're, get, we're waking up on the coast of the Sea of Moving Ice, and we're going to ring that bell to call Angadouk. So we do. There's a couple of ginormous vultures who appear out of nowhere and we're like, oh, that's a weird coincidence. And then they attack. So we have to kill them, sadly, but. Didn't we gone. attack them? <laughs> no, it attacked me. It got in my face. It was rah, rah, rah. And then I got my rifle, but I didn't, they didn't until it attacked me. But I could have swore we, we said with Speak With Animals Up that we were going to kill them and then they attacked us. No, he just said, no, go ahead. <laughs> You're fine. Go ahead. He just Welcome. said diplomacy was not going to work. Those birds didn't fucking know the meaning of diplomacy. <laughs> okay. So I was beyond we, their vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. So we got to take them out. Valin is impressed. So then we wait a little bit longer. Angajuk shows up. He's like, hey, I speak slowly. And we're like, cool, man. And he's like, do you want to get me like some octopus so that I know I can trust you? And Tempest is like, no prob, dives in, gets the octopus. Oh, actually, as she's mid-dive, Hugo's like, boom, you're a shark now. And so then she turned into a shark, Hack got some octopus, presented them to Angajuk. He was like, I like you. <laughs> we like him. So he's got this cool shipwreck on his back that we get into. It seals with some magic. Bloop, we go under. Great way to travel in this time, really, because it's... And we get a cool commentary from our new best friend, Slash Steve. 
He tells us about all these shipwrecks. It's surely very awkward between Tempest and Altus. She refuses to read the note. It's it's really getting weird now. Um, we get there. It's like a snowflake-shaped island. Go figure. It's where Oriel's stronghold is. Did we know that fully when we left for it? Unclear. I think we were in either way. We climb up. Immediately, this ice method is like, yo, I am normally, you know, a minion of Oriel, but I'll take you around if you want. We're like, you want to be our guide? Also, none of us really understand you except for Molly. <laughs> so it's even, and Hugo, and so it's even more ominous for us. Um, so he takes us around. He's like, yo, I saw this dead chick over here. I'll show you her body. And we're like, yeah, we're interested in that. And it's Nas. She's clutching this orb that immediately starts talking as we get near. So Hugo's like, Mordecai, go grab that orb. He's like, yeah. I mean, in his Fox language, I'm sure. And then he go gets it. Bring, and as soon as he snaps it up, a ghost comes out of that frozen body. I feel like Boleyn should have been ready for that. I feel like she was appropriately, maybe. Coulter, okay. Well. <laughs> anyway, she's so- probably been more ready, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that happens. So we had to take down a ghost. Turned out, you know, we got through that pretty cool. And Professor Scant is a little hoity-toity, but I think he knows his stuff. Although he didn't know what was inside Hugo, so that's unfortunate. Um, so we're chomp, we're like trotting along. We're like, now let's go hit up that mountain fortress that's in the shape of a skull. That'll be fun. And then we hear, you know, some ominous crunching and flesh rending sounds. And Altus is like, I am stressed out daylight. And that did not go well because then we were faced with the frost maiden herself. Recapitated. And <laughs> recapitated. That needs to be your tagline. 100%. Yes. Recapitated. We'll start, a, we'll start a hashtag. I just need to know, put it in the comments if you've ever had to deal with the stress for a whole week of knowing you may have just TPK'd your entire party without even being the DM. Just let me know. I, I need to talk about it. I, I'm so sorry. Okay. You're hey. muted, buddy. What was that one week where me and Mark were buried under that avalanche? <laughs> and that one week where you both died. Yeah, That's but we knew true. we died before the week. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Finnick kept his to secret, but I knew like the entire time. So, <laughs> I mean, I pissed off a god last week and now then had to live with that knowledge all week. So let's jump well, in. That is where we find you all in the darkened island of the goddess Oriel, as she has now formed out of the snow in front of you, this figure with the head of an owl and a cape of ice and snow leading behind it. And she, go ahead. Uh, Just for the stream and uh, for me too, uh, where are we on the map again? Right now on the map, you are Oh, no. You're here. Okay. As the form amasses before you, 20 feet away, it lifts a finger 
the claw pointed at Altus, and all of you hear the icy, booming voice inside of your heads as she cries out, Defiler! Jake, I need you to make a con save. I jump in front of Altus, too. That's a 21 on my con save. As this cold energy wraps around your body, Tempest, you feel that cold air flow around you as all of the snow begins to swirl around Altus behind you as if it's making a channel to avoid your presence. As this happens, your daylight spell vanishes. The snow picks up in every direction until you're surrounded by a blizzard and the shape of the Frost Maiden is lost in the darkness of the snow. And from the side, you hear cracking and you can see from the ice wall that you passed, a chunk falls into the snow Revealing an ice troll. <gasps> oh no. At the same time, as this menacing figure reaches through the ice itself, pulling its way out of this dead garden, you hear a howl from far off in the distance that is managing to break its way over the sound of wind and ice. And it's very, very familiar to Malai. Roll for initiative. Got it. Well, hey. 20, baby. Uh, Coulter, since I have a copy of uh, Z, do you want me to roll for him? Or That'd be great. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. And Tempest, did you say yours? 21. Awesome. It was an act 20. The first nice, one nice. tonight. Yes. 14 for Malai, and I'm getting Z up here in a second. Okay. 14 for Malai. Five for Altus. Ooh. Five for Altus? Yeah. Understandably spooked. Thank you. And we can talk about what would have happened if you failed that after the game. Uh, I'm very there's curious. A 21 <gasps> for Z. Okay, I'm going to put Z after Tempest. All right. And Hugo. Uh, 12. Awesome. And as you may have noticed, Hank is not with us tonight. Um, he's just not feeling well. He should be back next week. But because of that, our lovely Mark has agreed to step in and take over the map duties tonight. So thank That's you so me. much, Mark. We appreciate it. He be mapping. Awesome. All right. So that's going to be the top of the round with Tempest as the wind roars around you. Yeah, you bet it is. Okay, And page. you are now in <laughs> blizzard conditions as well. Great. You're, Rage. You're here? <laughs> I'm okay. going to move 20 feet um, because of that rage. 5, 10, 15, 20. And then <clears throat> I will take some more movement. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it's, so that means it's 
double movement probably. To get from where you... Is... Yes, I'm going to read this all because we haven't really been in a blizzard before in a situation where you all have to do something. Uh, but just so you know, a blizzard's howling wind limits hearing to a range of 100 feet and imposes disadvantage on ranged weapon attack rolls. It also imposes disadvantage on perception checks that rely on hearing. The wind extinguishes open flames, disperses fog, erases tracks in the snow, and makes flying by non-magical means nearly impossible. A creature falls at the end of its turn if it is flying by non-magical means and can't hover. Visibility in a blizzard is reduced to 30 feet. Creatures without goggles or other eye protection have disadvantage on perception checks due to, or with sight due to the blowing snow. Any creature that is concentrating on a spell in a blizzard must succeed on a DC 10 con save at the end of its turn or lose its concentration on the spell unless the creature is sheltered against the elements. So your movement is fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all I was worried about. Okay, um, I run up to the troll, I'm attack it twice with my ax and it can make a dexterity saving throw. Excellent. Not great. Oh, wait, I have to roll to attack. God, Helena. Oh, my God. I was like, I got it. Yeah, I already did it. I'm going to go ahead and do it recklessly because I am pretty freaked out. Oh, my God. Wow. 17, 14. And the 17 will hit, the 14 will not. Okay, so one axe goes 12 plus six that's 18 damage what was the deck say 13 18 plus one more 19 okay so 19 total excellent the troll shrieks as your missed blow cuts the ice right outside of its hands the second blow hitting it and that is going to bring us to z uh can you Move him to just next to this tree, Coulter. Sure. I don't have control of his token, but... I'll give you control of his token as well. Okay. Um... Damn. I really wanted to yell at her. She freaking... She peaced right out. She's third. Sorry, everyone. I'm reading all of his spells at the same time that I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> You're good. Uh, I'm just gonna throw a fireball because I'm, I'm thinking troll. Okay. But let's see here. Sixteen. Uh, that will hit. Okay. And that is eight fire damage. Troll shrieks as you see its skin burn away on its chest. The fire clearly hurting it, and that brings us from Z. Unless he has anything else to do, down to Malai. I'm pretty sure that's it for Z. Um, Malai, and we decided it is not difficult terrain, right? Five, 10, mm -hmm. 20, 20, 20, All right, I get up here next to my main girl here. Um, and sorry, running two character sheets. Apologies, everyone. And make two attacks, a 16 and a 19. Both will hit. All right, that's going to be seven thunder damage for the first attack, nine thunder damage for the second attack, and now he has disadvantage to attack anyone other than myself. Okay. <gasps> and that is going to bring us down to the troll. 
Yeah. And then I will activate my defensive field, which is pointless. Never mind, because I have temporary hit points from. <gasps> okay. Down to the troll itself. Uh, I immediately, the air around you feels colder than it was before you approached the troll, as if it's exuding ice from itself. And I need both of you to take. 13 cold damage. I'm really glad I set oh, up that cold that. resistance when we first camped here. <laughs> right. I will also be having that. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So with that, it is going to focus its attacks on Malai. What are you doing, man? That's an 18 to hit, a 13 to hit, and a 23 to hit. Only the 23. <laughs> As it swipes out, you take... Eight slashing damage and nine cold damage. It's claws breaking through the armor with a screech. And How now, much was the cold damage? Nine. Nine? Okay. And now we are down to Hugo. Hugo? What will Hugo do? Hugo is going to shoot a nice little scorching ray at this guy. Okay. He'll do it at... Yeah, I'll just stick with second level. Have you described your scorching ray? Um, I don't know if I have. I think it um, energy just kind of like uh, accumulates in my hands and then I point and it shoots out through my arm, just kind of this warm jet of, of fire attacking the, the little helpless creature. I always thought it was you just summoned your cousin Ray who's on fire. And you just throw him at him. <laughs> Dire straits. No, it's his brother Ray, who's always saying really mean things. <laughs> That's a seventeen, a twenty-three, and a twenty-one. All three will hit. Awesome, right, everyone. We just needed a tension break there. <laughs> Scorching rage. Twenty-two points of damage total. Twenty-two. Okay. Yeah. Fire damage. Excellent. Yeah, you can see that it's more of it's just singeing away as the flesh breaks away and flows off into the blizzard itself, joining the snow around it, and we are down to Altus. Uh, Does Altus have a figure? A token? Yeah, I'm out there. I don't see you. I also don't see you. You know what happened? I think we were using a <laughs> we were using Altus's token for Z. <laughs> there you are, buddy. Oh, thank you. So I was like over here, I think. Um. Well, I had some sort of. Plan. I did have some sort of plan. Yeah, so I'm gonna cast less. I'm gonna choose uh, Malai, Tempest, and Z if Z's gonna make weapon attacks. I don't think he will, but I don't think anyone else will. Well, either. Bless also works for spell attacks. 
Does it? Oh, it makes an yeah. attack roll. It doesn't say melee mm-hmm. attack. Okay. So then, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be Tempest, Malai, and I'm going to go Z as well. And... Let's see who your favorites are. Yeah. Even Hugo out in the cold, literally. Damn. <laughs> okay, Hugo just did fire damage to the ice wall. I think he's okay. I think that's going to be a good strategy. Physically, he is fine. Emotionally, <laughs> not so much. Anything else I, on your turn, Altus? I would just like to be swearing to myself. As soon as the bless goes off, I'm just going to swear to myself, be disappointed and mad at myself for what I did, and I'm going to move this much closer. And now that we are at the end of your turn, as you are holding a concentration spell in the blizzard, give me a con save. I, you can tell I forgot about the blizzard condition because that's a two. Bless immediately fails as it seeps off, dissolving in the snow as the troll flesh had. Tempest, we're back to the top of the round in you. Okay. Uh, I look back at Altus, make sure he's okay. Then I look forward and I attack again twice, recklessly. <laughs> oh, that one rolled off. Okay, so we got a 16 plus six, 22 and a 19. Both will hit. And then he can make his dex saving. Dex was a 16 this time. Okay, that makes it. And I rolled, oh my God, I rolled three ones on my damage. So two damage from both of those. Oh no, plus my 12. So I'm sorry, still 14. (laughs) Okay. Excellent. You can see that you're chipping away at this troll as it's fighting to even get past the wall. All of your energy focused on a single target as it shrieks. Now this icy blue ooze beginning to flow from its pores and we're on to Z. Z will call out to Hugo. You got fire this turn? Yes. All right. I'm going to throw a chaos bolt level three at it. Okay. Chaos bolt. What does that look like? I don't know. It's not my character. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> does an Z, eight hit? Yeah. <laughs> an eight does not hit. Oh, wait, but I add four. Uh, it probably still won't hit even with four. No, it leaves Z's hand, that energy of breaking through the weave itself, and it shoots forward and then just fizzes out. The snow around changing colors as it dissipates entirely, and we are down to Malai. Sorry, Hank. Um, Molly Timmons. Uh, That's why I asked gonna, you about your cast boat because I was like, I've never heard him cast that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never <laughs> cast it before. <laughs> <laughs> My spell list. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, shoot. I really don't want you to get hit. I can take it. I know you can take it, but I just don't. Hmm. Could you shove right. me five feet? I'd let you. We could be like, boop. Why do you want to, do you want to be shoved? 
Well, no, I'm just saying if you need me to move. <laughs> no, no, no. I was I, I was just gonna cast a large reduce on you. Oh, okay. So welcome to Big Town, population yeah. tempest. tempest. I'm gonna cast and the troll. <laughs> I'm gonna cast a large reduce where the the uh, the parchment kind of like overlays everyone's vision, and the new form of tempest is drawn around her that she then slowly fills into. Probably screaming very intimidatingly the entire time. Anything else on your turn, Molly? Uh, I'm also going to activate my defensive field and my armor, giving me a little bit more uh, temporary HP. But beyond that, you're good to go. Excellent. And enlarge reduce is also a concentration, so give me a con save, please. Yes, sir. That is back on the first page. Is this a cliff? Side? This is a wall of ice, right? This is a wall of ice, yes. Okay. Yeah. That'll be 21, good sir. Okay, you made it. And now that you've made it, you both take 12 cold damage as the aura around it shocks your systems once again. And then Do you the mean troll. Six cold damage? Because that's <laughs> seeing this large shape in front of it, the troll cries out and makes an effort to destroy it. And given that you attacked recklessly, it does not have that disadvantage. So we have a 23, a 13, and a 23 to hit. What was the first one? Uh, 23, 13, and then a second 23. Oh, yeah. Okay. So both the 23s. <laughs> okay. So the first one's going to be six piercing and 12 cold as it strikes out at you with its claws and the second is going to be 12 slashing and another 12 cold sorry 10 slashing and another 12 cold 10 slashing 12 so 16 slashing 24 cold total okay excellent that'll bring us to the end of the troll's turn as it still can't break through this patch of ice with you both blocking it and we're down to hugo Hugo will. I'll do Scorching Ray at third level. Okay. First one is an, uh, 14 to hit. Does not hit. Second one is a 22. Hits. Third is the same. Hits. Fourth is a 19. Hits. So three out of four hit then. Spreading his account 20, calculations there. <laughs> 23 right. points of damage. Uh, 23 points of fire damage. Okay. It is looking real rough as it just shrieks blood curdlingly, the noise being carried off by the wind. And we are down from Hugo to Altus. Okay. So first, I'm going to cast Mass Healing Word. Um, up to six creatures that I can see. I'm just going to choose everybody. And they're going to get a D4 plus my spellcasting ability mod. Has Valaine taken her turn? She's not joined the combat now. Hmm. I don't like that. And I don't like her. <laughs> she has an eye patch. You shut your mouth. 
Uh, so everybody take, everybody gains seven HP. Oh, cool, that takes me to max, actually. And that's going to be my bonus action. So then uh, if I go past Tempest, I'm going to take damage. Can I shoot spells from this angle? No, Tempest's aura doesn't damage us anymore. Oh, it doesn't? No. It hasn't for a while, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... You haven't been taking that, have you? Without being told? <laughs> no, I haven't been taking that without being told. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think proactively here instead of reactionary like I was before and got us into this mess. So I'm going to go... Get into here or here, buddy. There you yeah. go. Go here. And with that, I swing with the rapier. Okay. Uh, Rio or Malai, is it blessed today? Is it enchanted today? Uh, yeah, your your weapon is enchanted. Cool. Your weapon is enchanted and uh, Tempest's armor is enchanted. Perfect. Uh... No, that's not even... Even with Guided Strike, that's not going to hit. I miss. Okay. You miss as you go oh, to attack it. Yeah? It would with Guided Strike. But I already said, ah, that's okay. Okay. As you just miss it, we're going to go back to Tempest at the top of the round. Okay, so I scoot closer to Altus, and I'm like, did you summon her on purpose? <laughs> No, and, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> and I'm getting ready to talk twice. Oh, it froze for a second. Oh, no. Just consider them nat 20s. Yeah, I think both nat 20s probably. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 21 16. Uh, both will hit. Okay. And. Uh, Dexy? Oh, Dex, thank you. Sorry, it was freezing for a second there. Okay. Oh, okay. Nine for the Dex save. Okay, he doesn't make that. So he's going to take 12 plus 7, 19 plus 4, 23, um, and then five more lightning. So that's 27, 28. 23 plus 5. See, as the lightning strikes that last moment, the troll's body goes stiff. Its claws dug into the ice itself. And then it's jerked backwards, <gasps> ripped out of the wall and flung into the garden. as you hear once more <gasps> that shriek that you heard when Aurel showed up <laughs> as a massive yeti tosses the body of the troll behind it. <laughs> big, big fucking yeti. I'll reveal the rest of this now. The Garden of Ice littered with 
the frozen bodies of deer and mice and birds and trees and people. The path of destruction of the Yeti coming forward to attack all of you at the behest of its mistress, leaving a wake of destruction. People, people are out here. Z, you're up. Come on! Uh, okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20. I'm going to get here. I'm assuming, yeah, uh, Z. Uh, we're just going to get a deck save from him. <laughs> You're not going to try diplomacy? <laughs> no. <laughs> diplomacy right, that's going to be a four for the deck save. I had a nickel. <laughs> All right, that's going to be 34 fireball damage. Whew. Okay, starting out well. <laughs> Excellent. You see the Yeti fall backwards as that's made sh like shivering in fear as it takes the damage before it straightens up but visibly is just shaken the animal inside of it reacting horribly to the fire anything else from Z? as Z just goes oh hell no and just releases an explosion <laughs> <laughs> no, all right uh, 5 10 15 20 25 all right Okay. And then I'm going to punch it. <laughs> Just walks up and punches it in the fuzzy gut. <laughs> Ooh, okay. An eight won't hit. An eight Wait. will not hit. Oh, I was going to war, war God's blessed. Well, what about 12? I, that, I have a 12. It's a 22 now. War God's blessing. Okay. War God. 22 will hit. <laughs> All right. That's for five damage, as I can only roll ones this turn. Um, uh, but I am going to activate my defensive field again, giving me a little bit more temporary hit points. And then that'll be my turn. And it has disadvantage to attack anyone other than me again. Okay, excellent. As it looks over your head for this massive size, seeing the source of the fireball, it uses its chilling gaze on Z, and I need a con save from Z. Oh, Z, I'm so oh, sorry. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking it up, sorry. <laughs> no, I was talking to Twitch chat because I was like, oh, Z's not my character. Con save? <laughs> yes. All right, that's going to be a 25. Okay, that makes it. So with that, he's not paralyzed, but he will take... Ten cold damage as its chilling gaze seeps through his body, stiffening his bones. Well, there goes his temp. And from that, it is going to roar into the abyss. 
the walls of the garden shaking and quaking, all of the trees tinkling as their icicles shake against one another, and we are down to Hugo. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, If I move here, can I see it? Or is Tempest blocking me? Um... It big. It bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could see it over Tempest, I'd say. Okay. I mean, you heard it, right? Oh, you have to be able to see it. For spells. Uh, <laughs> I will... Um, I think we're going to get a comments on this one because I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but I'm going to allow it. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, she's big, though. I can crouch and, like, see through her legs. Exactly. Right? Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. and in 5E... She's the 50-foot you know, woman. 5E, uh, friendly targets don't grant cover, so... Nice. Uh, sorry, I'm, I was looking up a spell, but it came back to me too quickly. Um, oh. I would like to cast Elemental Bane on it. Okay. So choose a creature you can see within range. The chosen creature choose a following damage type. So I'm going to choose fire. Uh, target must see it on a constitution saving throw or be affected by the spell's duration. Uh, the first time uh, each turn, the affected target takes damage from a chosen type. The target must take an additional 2d6 damage of that type. And it loses any resistance to it. So I'd like a constitution okay. saving throw. From it, please. What does that spell look like? Um, I will chant some, uh, druidic words. You'll see kind of a rune shape around me and then a similar rune shape around the creature, kind of a, a deep red glowing rune that just emanates up. And his save was a 19. And he just completely shits on it as it comes up and <laughs> it goes away. You feel the cackling of a reel in the back of your mind as the power <laughs> of the spell is sucked back into the weave Damn after he okay. shits on it. Cool. Anything else? Then I will do nothing as a bonus action. Okay. Just stay here. After nothing has been done, Altus, you're up. Oh, well. Do I... Are we winning this fight so far, do we feel like? Um... <laughs> well, nobody's dead. I think we're doing okay. Knock on wood. There's probably more to come, but. <laughs> uh, I would like to point at it and cast banishment. Bye-bye. Hey. I would like to banish it. All right. And that's going to be a save for me? A charisma save, yes. That's an eight. See ya. It is banished. Um, I imagine in a panic, I turn and I extend both hands, and the snow flurry coming around. I think as it just gets near, it starts to turn black and come up until it's covered. I think. <laughs> As it's covered in snow and the snow begins to drift back into the ground itself. Can I get a con save? Oh, I was going to skin that for you. 
Well, Tempest, it's not exactly gone. We just have a moment's reprieve. I'm retiring these dice. What do you mean? What'd you get, buddy? I got a nine. And with that, (laughs) it bursts back out of the snowdrift that it had dissolved in a snap of light crackling through the area as it becomes one with this plane once more. And that banishment is banished. Anything else, Altus? Um, Well, now that I've used my only fourth level spell slot. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, uh, do I go fist fighty? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna move in a little bit closer. We need to get some flanks going, bro. Yeah, I was there. Uh, it's too close there. Yeah, I'm gonna go here, and that'll be my turn. Awesome. Oh, right. From Altus, we're back at the top of the round with Tempest. Okay. I got 5, 10, 15. I don't know. I'm going to, I would like to go around it so I can still see Altus, but not be in these trees. Okay. Uh, take two wax with my axe. With advantage. X wax. Oh, yeah. Definite advantage. Okay. So 23 and 24. Both of those will hit. And he needs to make a dexterity save. That is a six for his dex save. He doesn't make that. Oh, baby. Okay, so that's 24, 34, 35, plus six, 41 damage for both of those whacks. Whoa, and that's, wow. Okay, yeah. As you get in its back, it's focused still on Molly in front of it. You're able to just sink the axe deep into the fur itself, spurting red into the snow as it lets out another one of those howls that you heard from across the island. Anything else, Tempest? No. We're down to Riozi. <laughs> it just sounds like a cute nickname. Hello, Riozi. Um, do, 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 do. Um, hmm. I am going to haste Altus. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Sorry. I forgot that I actually had a plan for this turn. I am going to cast Fairy Fire on the Yeti, uh, which means the Yeti needs to make a... Dex save? Yes. Five. All right. So now the Yeti is wreathed in light, and we all have advantage on any attack roll against it. The Yay! Yeti is fairy fired. He's pretty. Fairy fire is not a concentration, right? Or is it? It is a concentration. Uh, it's okay. Z can handle it. Z can handle it. Uh, is that the end of Z's turn? Yes. Uh, well, he's moving behind this wall. Okay, excellent. And now I'll need him to make a con check. Yeah, no, he can do that, no problem. Yeah. He's got a good concentration. That's a 16. Yeah, That's that makes it. He's sweet. 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 Oh, good. The fairy fire stands. 16. The fairy fire stands as the banishment <laughs> not the, faded not away. The banishment. <laughs> All right, Mala, you're up. 
Malai's turn. Malai, feeling like it's in his best interest to keep getting punched in the face, is going to attack again. <laughs> okay, first one is an 18. And then second one's a 25. All right, those will both hit. Uh, for a total of 20 thunder damage from each. Excellent. I mean, sorry, 10 each for a total of 20. All right, as the ground shakes around, it parts of the ice cracking away and more shaking off of its fur. It is looking real bad. All right, its turn. It faces you and lets out a cry as I need both Malai and uh, Altus to make a con save. Let's see how these new D20s treat me. What con you said? Yes, please. It is not my night. What did you get, Altus, before Culture says anything? I got an eight. Okay, add four to it okay. uh, for my flash of genius. And then I got a 15. Okay. So, I got so both of you failed the save. Shit. So as the Yeti screeches again, it lets out a breath that surrounds you all in frost as you feel your fingers and toes beginning to freeze. And I need you to take 49 cold damage. Oh, Whew. and that that <laughs> uh, that would be 24 uh, 24 okay and that does not take up its attacks so after that it's going to claw at Malai in front of it twice for a 19 and a 27 to hit 27 will hit yeah and that's going to be 12 slashing plus 9 more cold damage okay as you all can tell, it's pissed off now. <laughs> when are they not? You know, it's, a, it's an abominable Yeti. <laughs> Malai's not looking great, but he's hanging in there. Hey, from that, we're going to go down to Hugo. That changes a lot of things. Uh, Hugo is going to take his movement up here. And he's going to cast um, Aura Vitality. Okay. Uh, so then as a bonus action, I'm going to cause Malai to gain 2d6 HP, which is four. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, and that's, that's my turn. And that is a concentration right. spell. Yes, it is. Ooh, that's good. That's... 21. Okay, you're able to maintain your concentration as you end your turn, and we are down to Altus. Oh, and then, just so you know, Coulter, I made the con on the enlarge spell for Mala. Excellent. Thank you. I forgot. <laughs> I've been doing right. it every turn, but I just keep forgetting to say that I'm doing Too it. Too many con rolls with this group. <laughs> Altus, what are you up to? Would... Mass healing word work on myself too. 
can I see myself in this blizzard? I mean, you choose six targets, right? Yeah, it says up to six creatures of your choice that you can see. Yeah, I'll allow that. You can see yourself. I mean, okay. There you are. That's that's what I was hoping. <laughs> yeah. But I just wanted to double check with my lovely DM before I proceed. Pat yourself on the back. You can't see your back, but I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to mass healing word everybody. Call out, where's Malin? And that's going to be... Please disagree with me once tonight. It's going to be... Uh, I'm sorry. I just lost my train of thought. Spellcasting ability modifier. That's going to be uh, eight HP to everybody, including myself. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Anything else on your turn, Altus? Am I in the best position? Yeah. I think I'm in an okay position. I don't like it, but... Close we might even want to like get behind a tree or something. <laughs> How are you doing after that 49 damage? Are you okay? Sorry. I'm hurting. Okay. Yeah, I do want to be close enough to help, but. All right. So for uh, Altus. Wait, wait, before, if you stay in that aura, uh, you I can heal you as a bonus action. Ah, in that case, we're going to stay. Right there. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. All right. And I mean, if you go there, you're still in the aura. If that helps. Yeah. Yeah, that would be perfect. Okay. Back to the top of the round. We're back with Tempest. Okay. Two more whackers with advantage. With advantage. With advantage. I know we already have advantage, but yeah. <laughs> X wax. Oh no. Okay. So that was. Um, 12 and 13. Oh, no. To hit? Yes. Neither of those are going to hit. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Uh, deck save. Okay. The deck save is a three. Okay. So take two lightning, at okay. least. Okay. You see more of its fur begin to singe as the lightning hits it. And we're down to I'm Z. distraught. <laughs> Altus is hurt again. <laughs> We're down to Rio Z. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20. So I'm going to go here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Malai at level 3, so healing him for 18. Okay. And then I'm going to 10.30 to have a tree in between me and the bad guy. Okay. That's going to bring us down from Z to Malai. Hang on. I'm healing Malai real quick. Sorry, I'm running two character <laughs> shoots at the same time. <laughs> I can hear all the clicking. Click, click, click. Okay. I'm going to reposition myself here so that hopefully anything directionally comes towards me. And then wickety whack, don't talk back, Mr. Yeti. (laughs) 
Uh, for a 16. 16 will hit. And a nat 20, which is kind of useless on yeah. my life. But That'll also hit. <laughs> so so the do your first, first damage. So the first non-crit is 11 damage, and then the second one is going to be 8, 9, 10, 11, wait, 12 plus 10, so 22 for the crit. All right, how do you do it? Nice. Uh, Malai, his first punch gets it in the kneecap to where it falls to one knee, and then he just, like this, with both of his fists into its head. <laughs> As the Yeti's head explodes, killed by one that was raised by one of its own. <laughs> Don't guilt <the> me. Blizzard <laughs> fades and falls and the snow settles back into a clear evening as it covers the bodies of the troll and the yeti, only the highest parts of them visible above the ice. And you're out of initiative. Nice! So I punch you, but then play. <laughs> From behind you, on the other side of the wall of ice, you hear, Cheerio, good show, all of you. This is a great first meeting, I'd say. And from Bolin, holding the orb under one arm, you will never cease to amaze me, I have to say. Truly fine work there. I was waiting for a chance where it looked like you all were going to slip to see if you needed my assistance, but it doesn't seem that that moment came. Shame so, you didn't get to go up against the goddess herself. That would have been quite the show. Yeah, I don't think we could survive that, if I'm honest. Then why'd on, she run? On top of the wall, you hear the other voice that only Malai and Hugo understand. The goddess never runs. Running is not in her nature. She is saving you for later. <laughs> I'll translate that. No. No. Oh, great. Translated it. <laughs> uh, Mala is just going to kind of like do a bunch of hand gestures to the dead Yeti and uh, say something in Yeti and then kind of like start to bury him a little bit in the snow. Can I help you? I. I'm terribly sorry, everybody. I that that was all my fault. I've, I'm a little bit under stress, and the the daylight. I'm just sick of. I'm sorry, everybody. This one's on me. No, I. Let's do it again. Let's get her back. Let's finish this. <laughs> no, innocence. She's using innocence. All the more reason to end it now all the more reason for more dead yetis who don't know any better than to serve her is there anything we can do to break her control on them they follow her willingly to them the lands that were stolen by men and the damage caused to their world she is the answer to men that's I, hard to refute I have decided to side with my compatriots and those 
who are working for the betterment of everyone, but they do not know. So I would rather, if we can, get through the rest of this as peacefully as possible. Though I understand your anger and also your excitement, Tempest, if, if we can, I would like to avoid killing more Yeti. I understand. We can do our best. Trolls and all the others, I mean, that's fine. But, but the Yetis I, I care about specifically. Too bad your banishment spell didn't work. That could have been a way to get out of this. I tried. I tried my damnedest. It's just... Well, well, who can even think in this blizzard? <laughs> but now we know. Let's try and avoid any spell that alters the environment in any way and be respectful of the world around us. For right Understood. now, we're guests in her home until such a time where we feel we might be able to confront her, which is soon, Valin, I'm assuming. If I can get off this island without seeing her again, I just as well do that. But but we, we are, are towards stopping this. Yes, I would like, I, the winter, yes. And what I know from the scrying our next piece in finding the nethery cities inside the fortress. I would like to incite her as I ask her that question specifically to see if she's lying sure. to us. Uh, that is a 22. Totally honest. Oh, okay. We could also have Z read her mind. But. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, yeah. Um, we, we meant to do that next time. So can we do that? I don't know how that works for Z, but... <laughs> um, I don't have his sheet in front of me. Um, I do. Would you mind reading the ability and we can see? Yeah, so a creature within 30 feet of you. Uh, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what's on its mind in that moment. And then as an action, I can either shift my creature to the thought or probe deeper. It must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, so you, what's what's the wisdom save? Did do you want the sur fail? surface thoughts or straight to the wisdom save? I get the the surface thoughts regardless. I'm using an action mm -hmm. to probe deeper. The wisdom save is an eighteen. All right, never mind. She passes. Z immediately gets the feeling of um, planning and next steps and working out where to go. And then all of you see Valin's face change and her head snaps at Z. I think we should keep moving, don't you? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she turns and walks out of the garden. I follow. While I will go to Z, kind of tap him on the shoulder and go, well, at least we tried. And then keep moving. All right. So that put you all about here on the map. Oh, that was the garden we were just in? Yes. So you know um, it took you 
the better part of a day to get all the way out to the peninsula and about an hour to get back to here. So you are about two hours now, maybe a little more from um, three hours from the path where you left it. And Sopo, Sepo turns to the two that can hear him. Yeah. Where to next? You have been source of endless entertainment. I am happy to watch you get into more trouble. Hmm. Have you ever seen humanoids sleep for a long period of time? Death? No, no, just like eight to six hours. <laughs> Not many come here. So it's a new experience. I... Yes. Hmm. That is why uh, I was so bored when you found me. So to be clear, Coulter, so we've been traveling for how long at this point? So you departed the boat um, at like 10 in the morning. Okay. Uh, it took you till about four to get all the way to the edge of the peninsula where the body was. And then it's probably about six-ish now. So going to be about eight or nine before you reach the path. And the path isn't, the path is just the path to get to the middle. It's not the middle. Yes. Okay. Got it. Once you're on the path, traveling is much faster. Uh, my new little ice friend, uh, what yeah. would be safer for us to stay the night? Uh, would it be out here or on the path? Neither is safe. Well, it's less creatures cross the path. That is, that is the goddess's road and we stray away lest we interfere with her. Will it be offensive to her if we were to sleep near or on the path? Your presence is offensive to her. I see no difference whether it be here or path. Hmm. Well, might as well sleep on the path then. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst thing she could do? Throw another yeti at us? Oh, I'm sure she could uh, turn our insides into ice and... Uh, destroy us and uh, maybe turn us into some kind of ice sculpture or uh, maybe a snowman. Um, there's always disembowelment. Disembowelment is possible. Um, frostbite well, comes to I, mind. I only have 16 days left, so uh, I don't know what the rest of you will do. <laughs> well, upside, if she turns us into ice, it would also kill your passenger. That's true. <laughs> All right. So are y'all making your way back to the path itself? Yeah, mm -hmm. downtown. Walking we're, walking, we're walking pretty fast. Faces of ice pass. Uh, yeah. We're home back. We're home oh back. God. As Sapo guides you around the out, outer foothills of the mountain that makes up the center of this island, he guides you back through the sculpture gardens back through the fields in the tundra of ice. And as the cold is biting into your skin, the night getting deeper and deeper, as you reach the path, what is everyone's passive perception? Is it still blizzarding? No, the blizzard ended at the end of the battle. Well, for Malai. 17. Okay. And 
11 for Z. Like, how much for Molly? Sorry. 12. Okay. Um, so, Hugo and Altus, as you reach the path looking up to Grimscale, you see a great beast leaping off of the crown of the skull. And the aurora erupts into the sky Ooh. as the beast flies away oh. the aurora streaming off of its tail as it goes from Grimscale southward. Oh, um, uh, may, maybe uh, attacking or going into the center of the island would be better without that thing there. Not for nothing. Agreed. Um, do we know well, what the goddess is gone? Been? Yes. That was, that's what I feared. So that was the goddess there, ice friend. Hmm. Nightly trips. She keeps the world as it should be. We'll call. I don't understand the ice thing. Um, Valin, what exactly are we looking for in this uh, creepy head? Uh, the codicil of white. Okay. It is a book that contains the spell that we will need in order to break open the glacier. And yeah, yeah. Hypothetically, how long would it take us to get there from the road right now? From where you are right now, it would take uh, about a half an hour to get up to Grimscale. It's a climb and it's a lot of uphill, but the road itself makes the travel dramatically faster than trudging through the snow. Well, I'll put it to the team. I think we should probably go now unless we want to stay here another 24 hours till the goddess leaves again. Uh, we know she's gone. I, I know she's that I'm plus. Um, most of my energy is wicked, but even with all of my energy, I don't think we could take on the goddess in her true form. So I put it, I put it to everybody. We could go now the next hour or so, get the codicil and potentially leave the island or wait here another 24. Well, with a, enough time to prepare, I might be able to better prepare us for engaging with any creatures inside. However, I do see the logic in what you're saying. Flynn? Technically, we are doing this for you. Which would you prefer? I'm afraid I'm not going to be a terrible amount of help in this one. I have most of my own spells remaining, but I trust all of you to decide whether you want to go in now or wait. I would prefer to go in with her gone, but if you all have used too many of your resources to be able to handle the fortress without her effectively. And I don't want to put us in a death trap either. I trust all of your judgment, whichever it may be. Tempest, how much energy do you have left? I know that you expend a lot when you fight. I feel good. Altus? Uh, my magic is running low. I do always have my sword. I just 
if one of us gets hurt too bad, there's not much more I can, I'll have a little bit, but not, not a lot. Me and Z both have some left. I feel like as far as restorative magics are concerned, we should be fine. I'm more worried about being able to kill whatever we come across. Do we think there's a place to rest with him? Or is that absurd? I don't know if we should rest. Sounds absurd. Waiting for the goddess to get back and then she find us. She knows where we are now. (laughs) Oh, I guess. Disrespect and all that. Defiler, blah, blah, blah. Well, my vote's to go, uh, but I, I say we take it to a vote. I will also vote that we go. I don't know if I get to pick for Z, but... <laughs> Z would probably vote to stay. I think would vote to rest. Uh, right? Because he would have... Right? I think we'll leave Z's out until the end. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Okay. Z will vote to stay. Well, either way, we know what danger lies ahead of us. I think maybe the element of surprise might be on our side. We should go. Well, the goes have it. I'm glad you all are as eager to be out of this mess as I am. But let it be known, Valaine. This time we need you to support us. You saved your energy last time, but if we get into danger in here, there's knowing, seeing if we can handle it. We're going to need you to support us. Agreed. We cannot make this journey. We cannot make any light of what lies ahead of us. We need to all be on the same page. I promise you I will do what I am able, when I am able. But to level with all of you, as intelligent and strong as I am, this land was not built for someone like me. I will offer what I can, but do not expect to use the wizard as a crutch. Except no. I just need you to cast spells at the things that try and kill us. <laughs> Forward, companions. Let us end this reign of terror. And as you all set off up the path to Grimscale, Sapo is nowhere to be seen. Oh. Oh, he Ooh. went to immediately tell her. That rat <laughs> bastard. Little, little frozen, but he's gone. <laughs> Excellent. The path itself is winding and steep. And as you get closer and closer, the path moving up the mountain itself, you're back at those steps, as you saw, coming off of the dock four feet high, each of which have to be climbed to get to the next level built for creatures much larger than any of you. But as expected, 
within that hour, you find yourselves. at the base of Grimskell. The steps end in a double door made from slabs of ice with dragon skulls and bones Mm. embedded within them. Carved into the lintel is a single word in Dwarvish script. I speak Dwarvish. It reads Grimskull. <laughs> hmm. Little on the nose. I'm just saying, if we find a sword in here that turns me into a loincloth-wearing barbarian, I'm going to be very excited. <laughs> all right, what do you all do? At this point, is there any way we can get the exact location of the codicil? I know you found my armor, Hugo. Um... I suppose uh, with locate object, you have to be very familiar with the object, don't you? Uh, what is the uh, what is the made out of, Lynn? Uh, as far as I could tell, it was a book of wood, leather, and vellum. Okay, um, I, I imagine this desolate place doesn't have much vellum. Uh, <laughs> I will cast locate object, and it says here um, certain kind, or sorry, sorry, sorry. Spell can locate a nearest object of a particular kind, such as like jewelry, furniture, tool, weapon. Um, so I'll, I'll choose for, I'll look for something that encompasses vellum or that has vellum, or if that doesn't work, then a book. Couldn't you just look for like a spell book specifically? Wouldn't that yeah. still qualify? Yeah, it would. All right, one moment. Uh, it's a certain kind of apparel jewelry. So I guess spellbook would probably be. Yeah. Whatever you think, Mr. DM. Check in one thing real quick, but I think you're good. And also when you get a chance, I accidentally deleted Hugo. If you can add him back on. I can add him back on. Um, <laughs> all right. Remind us what it looks like when you cast that. Uh... Uh, remind me what that looks like. Um, I I kind of manifest uh, a few small orbs in my hands, just kind of like looking for the different objects. And then if, if I get a ping, one of those small orbs pops up and then kind of shoots in the direction. Excellent. Um, with that, you sense a pull towards the castle and down. Looks like it's on a lower level. Oh, this has multiple levels? Here's so. They always do. And the last villains never just live in one big room like they do in the stories. So I have 10 minutes with you. I have 10 minutes with this active. So uh, if we do a bit of hustling, we might be able to locate it a bit better. Kick in the door or sneak? 
sneak if we can. Well, unless someone has a magical way of it's making... It's a door the size of a giant, and I'm not sure how well you're going to be able to sneak, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Tempest, I'll take door. one door. <laughs> I was going to say, Tempest, I'll take one door, you take the other. Okay, let's <laughs> kick in the darks together. All right. If we wanted to try, I do have something that could help. But if not, I'm all down for kicking the door in. Well, why don't we open the door and then proceed with caution? Okay. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, just pass without trace. Which it, it adds 10 to stealth. But then I would lose my locate object. So it's kind of a... Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. more yeah. important. As you open the front doors, both of them flinging forward... You're greeted with a hallway made entirely of smooth, opaque, chiseled ice with a bluish tinge. A two-feet blanket of cold mist creeps along all of the floors, now seeping out into the entryway through which you are coming. The inside is dark, and without night vision or dark vision, you will not be able to see. Uh, Z will cast his... It lasts for an hour. Mm. So he'll give everyone who doesn't have night vision, night vision. Excellent. All right, so coming forward, there are double doors. Here that you can see a second set of double doors up the hallway and then open doors beyond that look to have been crashed in and destroyed upon the floor made of further ice all right so we're looking for stairs so it is fair to ignore anything that doesn't involve stairs correct we're not here to loot the place we're here to find the book and get out can we all agree to that that sounds about right and i reluctantly agreed and i can't control z's token at this time <laughs> but if the frost bitch comes back she's then going we out. run and try and survive run oh god fine all right Trick in that door all right um with that spell still up you are feeling it point down the hallway I'll say it this way. And I guess I'll, I'll lead us on. You pass what appears to be a great hall, at the center of which is a 30-foot-long, 10-foot-high table with accoutrements of a meal left long behind. The room that you enter into before here, six slender gargoyle-like creatures made of ice squat on ledges 20 feet above the ground that protrude from the wall of the semicircular chamber. Near the back wall, the mist blankets the floor and flows down a staircase made of polished ice. Watch your steps. And your heads. 
as you walk into the room, all of the gargoyle-like creatures follow you with their heads. Is Vlynn staying outside or is she also with us? She's also with you. Okay. Excellent. Are going downstairs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's get you Keeping all moved. A watchful eye on the gargoyles, but. <gasps> oh, this map is so big. Mildly. Oh man, it is much bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, this is a huge. Yeah. Oh wow. Stream just for scale. That is the map. <laughs> oh. Where's our tokens? I can't see them. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the first floor. We don't know that. It could be more floors. No, as I'm saying, we're only on the first floor currently. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying the map is only the first floor. All right. Coming down the stairs into the basement here. The staircase descends into a vaulted chamber. A nine-foot-high railing of sculpted ice hugs the staircase as it descends to the chamber floor, which, like the stairs, is smooth and gleaming. A walrus as big as an elephant is having a grand old time rolling and sliding on the ice, paying you little heed. (laughs) (laughs) Malai turns to Hugo. Is that one of Anga's jukes, friends? I don't know if it's not paying us any heed. I don't think I should waste a resource on trying to speak with it. Yeah, so tries to attack us. Oh, Where oh. does the ball lead us? <laughs> oh, uh, hello, friend. Oh, uh, <clears throat> uh, can I ask what you're doing here? We are here to pick up a book. Is it oh. speaking common? Yeah. Uh, I think okay. I'm supposed to be guarding that. I can I ask what you're doing here, friend? Well, I was awakened by one of the druids, but I don't really want to be here. It's it's not really interesting to me to serve people. I'd rather just... And it flops back on its back and slides <laughs> across the ice floor. You it's know, a really good place for sliding in here. You know, good sir, your name? Uh, Okuma. You know, Okuma. Uh, my associate here, Hugo, is also a druid. I'm um, Hugo. Huh. And, I'm not going to serve uh, you either. No, but I was, what I was saying is, is, is while we are here to pick up a book, we were also sent by his druid friends in, in an effort to let you know that you're no longer required to stay. Uh, Hugo's going to awaken another animal to take your place. You've done enough already. Roll persuasion. <laughs> uh... 18? Okay. That's just a straight roll for me. <laughs> uh, it got a four to check that. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I can go up the stairs, so I'll just uh, I'll just hang out. I mean, it's kind of slidey. Oh, we could assist you with the stairs. No problem, sir. It flops back onto its belly and walruses its way over to you. Like now? 
yeah, it should be no problem for me. Get in a pushing position. <laughs> All right. Well, if I have like, did you need? If I have your permission to make it easier on myself. Well, did you need like? Did you need me to give the information to the new awakened animal? Yeah, you will give that to us as we help you up the stairs. How's that? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast, if he, I have his permission, I'm going to cast Reduce on him so that me and Tempest can carry him. Okay. Okay, so the uh, giant walrus is going to go down to people-sized. Tempest, do you want to grab his tails? And then Hugo, if you want to start writing down the information for the, the new guy. I can't cast that spell Oh, oh no! Oh, yeah, I'll write it down for the. I'll I'll pull out my journal. And the bird. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. Bird. <laughs> Birds aren't as good as walruses. That's a stupid no, choice. Not not at all. Yes. The bird is only temporary till we find quite a, as magnificent specimen as yourself. But you've done such a good job that we just want to make sure you get back out into the world. Okay, world. Yeah. No, water sounds nice. Water sounds nice. Uh, ice is cool, but water sounds better. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the tunnel to the north ends before uh, the tomb of a frost giant queen who died before uh, the frost maiden took control of the island. And uh, the tunnel to the south leads to a vault where servants of the frost maiden store the treasures of their faith. You know, like like you guys. You guys, that's, you know, it's where they mm-hmm. were for me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, and to, uh, to enter the vault... One must pass four tests, and each test reflects an aspect of the Frost Maiden. So you hmm. gotta be cruel, gotta have endurance, gotta have isolation, and you gotta have preservation. So, you know, like ice. Yeah. I and was they, raised they, by Yetis. The tests lie beyond the four doors that lead away from the room. And he's becoming steadily more Wisconsinian as we go up the stairs. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's pretty much all you got to know. Just, you know, like attack anybody that comes down that's not supposed to be here. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, don't know, I mean, do what you want to do. It's not, it's not my deal. Of course, of course. Um, uh, anything we can do for you before we send you on your way now that you're up the stairs? I'm assuming you can take it from here. Yeah, no, if you could just make me normal size, that'd be cool. Well, of course. I won't get I'll, I'll drop the spell. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can eat at this size. Mm-hmm. Much less things to eat you. <laughs> well, have a fantastic day, and we'll let the new guy know that uh, he has big flippers to fill. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are pretty big. And he looks at one and then turns around and flops his way back down the hallway and out the uh, entrance that you all came through. So hard to get good help these days. I mean, let's not complain about gift horses, Tempest. (laughs) (laughs) Walk back downstairs. So now the floor to this area is incredibly smooth. So if any of you try to move at all quickly, uh, you can tell just from having walked the way that you did that it's slippery. (sighs) Well, shall we... He didn't say which door did what. To the yes. south path, right, is to where the 
treasures yes, were. Yes, but to open the vault, we need to pass the cruelty, endurance, isolation, and something else test. Oh, I think that was south from what I heard, but could be wrong. I think that you was our south. No, you are inco- uh, not correct. He said these four doors here each led to one of the four tests. Did he not? Okay. Am I confused by that? So, I don't know now. That is correct. Um, he said okay. uh, that the tunnel to the north led to the tomb of a, a frost giant queen. The tunnel to the south led to a vault where the druids kept their treasures. And then to enter the vault, one must pass four tests. Each test reflects an aspect of the frost maiden. And the tests lie beyond the four doors that lead away from this room. So do we okay. try to enter the treasure room without passing the tests? Or? I feel that that would be unwise. Unwise. Well, great. Well, as far as endurance goes, I believe Tempest has that in the bag. Uh, cruelty, uh, I'm sure one of us can rise. To, I, I was raised rather cruelly, so I can just be like my father. I put a hand on your shoulder. <laughs> I think there's a Cat Stevens song in there. Uh, Hugo, you've spent most of your life alone, so I'm assuming isolation shouldn't be a problem for you. It's forward of you, but sure. And then I can't remember what the last one was yet again. Uh, endurance, isolation, cruelty, and lastly was preservation. Hmm. I will try my hand at preservation. All right. Well, let's just try. Are the doors labeled at all? The doors are not labeled. No. That would be entirely too convenient. Uh, I guess we start with this one. Is that where you all like to go? Yeah. All right. Remember, we are on a timetable. Kick in the door. Maybe we should stop kicking in other people's doors as I walk through the open door. (laughs) The walls of this oddly shaped room are etched with elaborate panoramas and winter scenes. Set into the back wall is a door inscribed with a large snowflake, and a single word is carved into the lintel above it. Let me reveal the rest of that for you. What is the word? Is it bird? Is bird the word? Bird is the word. Whoever wants to check, I need a uh, a religion check. Oh, it's not just in Dwarven? Hmm. Try my hand at that. I have a plus seven if you want me to try it, Jake. I got a 22. There you go. Okay. The lintel above this door has partially broken off, destroying some of the inscription carved into it. What's left reads Ervation in common. Ervation. Preservation. Preservation. Wasn't that one of the tests? That was. That was the one I um, told for. Well, okay. My God, here we go. And that's this door culture that has it? Yes. Uh, I kind of 
uh, elbow Tempest in the ribs and kind of like gesture towards our friend who may be going to his death. So we're not going with him. We're alone. <laughs> uh, I'm at the door. No, I'm um, going to be with. I'm going with him. <laughs> okay. Okay. So as you open the door, everybody but Altus and Tempest vanishes. Altus and Tempest, your surroundings vanish in a flurry of snow and ice. When your vision clears, you find yourself at the edge of a camp under clear skies. All the fires in the camp are out, and the only sound you hear is the flapping of tents as the wind hits them. Closer examination reveals dozens of corpses half buried in snowdrifts. It becomes clear that a massacre took place here recently. You hear the squawking of buzzards coming from the middle of the camp and see a half dozen vultures picking at two bodies outside of the larger tents. Well, that was unexpected. I say, don't touch or move anything. Let's wait and see what happens. Patience is going to be a virtue in the preservation room. And I kind of go to hold Tempest's hand. (laughs) Uh, I hold your hand. (laughs) The birds, um, they're picking at two specific corpses, or you're saying there's like, Many birds or just there's many corpses and many birds. Okay. Um, but the vultures are only specifically picking at two bodies. And with that, we will return to all of you okay. within the room <laughs> whose friends have just vanished <laughs> in a flurry of snow. The party's been split. <laughs> what are the rest of you doing? You're muted, buddy. Well, if the isolation one is my trial, then I'll go find that and see if I can go in alone. Yes, I guess I'll try and find cruelty. Okay, where do both of you go? We were hoping to have Tempest for endurance, though. Maybe I should take endurance instead of Z. I'll check this one here. Okay, so I'll check that one. Coming into this room first, it is much the same as the last with the ice diorama carved into the walls and the door at the back sitting before you. Okay. The door itself, as you approach in that room, reads isolation. I will... Go all the way in. Your surroundings vanish in a flurry of snow and ice. When your vision clears, you find yourself standing at the edge of a camp under a clear sky. All the warriors in the camp appear to be sharpening their weapons. And as we leave him in that camp, we come back to Z and Malai. Going through, all right. Check this one. Opening up the next path of the snow here. 
or rather hiding more of the snow because roll 20. The empty, it grows. <laughs> Coming into this room, you see more of those winter scenes carved upon the wall and in front of you, a door labeled cruelty. All right. You open I don't it? know if this is the smartest move, but I'll open it. <laughs> Much like your partners, your surroundings vanish in a flurry of snow and ice. When your vision clears, you find yourself standing at the edge of a camp. It's tense, holding fast against a raging blizzard. And Z approaching the final door. Coming through as he takes the time to examine each of the faces in the winter carvings, the details immaculate down to the tears, down to the wrinkles, down to the claws. And he finds the door marked endurance. Alone now, he decides to enter it as well. His surroundings vanish once again in a flurry of snow and ice. And when his vision clears, he finds himself in a raging snowstorm, standing at the edge of a ragged tribe's camp in the process of being dismantled. The nomads work feverishly to tear down their tents and pack them onto dog sleds. A few of them spot him and brandish their weapons as a tall figure standing among them calls out, we shall not lie down and die for your pleasures, emissaries of Oriel. Be gone, vultures. And that is where we'll end tonight. Uh, Our party but, but fully and officially split as they have all chosen the trials of Oriel, which they would like to face. This isn't Thank just split. This is like the most split you can split a party. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Um, they went way further than I expected, so I'm really excited to see where they go next week uh, as they enter Oriel's tests, having survived her first attack. Uh, Thank you again so much to Endless Adventure Supply Co. for the dice bags. Um, for anybody that hadn't heard, we are going to be running a one-shot by Endless Adventure Supply Co. on Thursday at 6.30, uh, which I guess will be after or before this airs, but we'll put, you know, uh, announcements up and whatnot. And we'll have links in the description of this video so you can see their page. Um, but we've been having a lot of fun talking to them and we're super excited to run their one shot, uh, which should be put up at the same time as this video. So you'll be able to uh, go see it on YouTube as well. So uh, with that, thank you so much to all of our patrons. We really appreciate all of your support. Sparky, David, Daniel, Scott, Rio's mom, Alistair, Sean, and Johnny Mac. And please roll for initiative and say your tearful goodbyes. Oh, why did you pick that one? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Because I screwed up what it was written down and it's actually supposed to be. We wish you friends fun the natural 20s. I'm still I, recording, yeah, it's okay. I feel like, it's okay. <laughs> I feel like that first one probably captures this episode. I think it does too. 
I'm yeah. a little shook. No, it was, it was kind of perfect, honestly. <laughs> Good night, everybody.